0: Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. We are back. Sacktown Sports, Styles and Watkins, and we are joined, as Simone so eloquently put. Stop. By... <laughs> I butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't even mean it like that. I really did it. That's on me. Or
1: Emil. I'm sorry, Emil.
0: We know you're 49ers. 49ers insider Emil Fergoso joins <laughs> us. What's up, Emil? How's it going, man?
2: Good. how you doing boys
0: we're good good we're good yeah the question is we're gonna do our blame <laughs> our blame pie segment here at 11 15. so what are your initial thoughts on what the heck is going on with the 49ers
2: you know it's hard to fathom and, I, and i've been there for all the home games and i was there yesterday it's i don't know if you guys have seen the movie the superhero movie that parodies spider-man where it's where it's Drake Bell becomes a dragonfly, a superhero. It's a whole like it's a parody movie. Regardless, okay. It feels like it feels like I'm watching Trick or Treat. It feels like I watched the Niners defense be the top, the top of the league, and now we're watching a parody movie that will just never end. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like watching the Niners. The Niners right now, they they don't look like the same team. It's like they lost their their heart and their soul the last three weeks, frankly, and and that's kind of what it's come down to is they're not playing Niners football. They're not playing their standards.
3: What do you think has led to that? I mean, obviously, you know, the Niners have kind of ran into this really bad injury bug where, you know, Debo and McCaffrey and Trent Williams and even Drake Greenlaw and D'Amador Lenore got hurt a couple weeks back as well. Like, is it the injuries or what what do you think kind of sparked this 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 Jekyll and Hyde or, or trick or treat, as you call it?
2: Yeah, I don't think it's injuries because the Niners have really gone through the injury bug the last two seasons and kind of come out even last year, you know, going to the third quarterback of Brock Purdy and going on that run. They've gone through their injuries and gone through the fire before. That's not what this is. It's come down and they've all said it. It's all execution. Mm. They're not playing to their standards. They're not executing. I mean, they had 13 missed tackles yesterday. Yeah. 13. That's not Niners football. What, whatever they're doing right now. And then on offense, you have multiple turnovers in the red zone in multiple weeks. It, it it doesn't make any sense. They're just not playing to their standards. And they have all the talent in the room, absolutely. It's just something went askew after the week five went over Dallas. And they're kind of just scrambling to figure, figure it out. Because right now, the, the three losses are sitting on their head like a rotten egg.
0: So, Emil, you know, uh, uh, Trent, sorry, not Trent, Fred Warner went on and he said that players got to make plays and coaches don't tackle and Steve Wilkes is getting a lot of heat in your blame pie. How much heat should Steve Wilkes be getting?
2: I think 50% of the blame on defense should be on Steve Wilkes. I would say about 50%. I I say 50% players and 50% coaches because Fred Warner, the quote was, Player uh, coaches don't win games, players do. And he's correct in that. But there's a caveat because the, the coach has to scheme the players up in the right spot. And D'Amico Ryans was so good at that last year. He was a great problem solver for the Niners, especially when they, they struggled initially. But then they also got it going in that second quarter and third quarter. They dialed the blitzes. They got the right pressures. They got to the quarterback. It feels like D'Amico is kind of guessing, or not D'Amico. Sorry, Steve Wilkes is kind of <laughs> guessing at times uh, when it when it goes out there. I mean, yesterday you're 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 you go into the Vikings game and you're calling all these throw blitzes, getting after the quarterback, and then a week later against the Bengals, you're scared to rush the the, the passer. It seems you're running this four man stunts. You're you're putting back in coverage. You're playing soft. You're allowing all the underneath stuff that you've been getting cooked on for weeks now. You're just kind of letting it happen. It feels like they're not in sync at all. Like the offense will play good for a series. The demons will play bad. The demons will play good for a series. The offense will play bad. They're just not together as a unit.
3: Hmm. That's that sounds incredibly frustrating to deal with. Cause it's just, I mean, yeah, it seems like uh-huh. you, you plug one hole and then the other one starts leaking. Uh, and that's kind of what it seemed like the past couple weeks. And, and part of that, uh, you know, obviously the, the trade deadline is tomorrow on, on Halloween, a lot, a lot of noise has been made about what the Niners should do. They have tons of cap space. Some people have, you know, said they should continue to big fish hunt and, and kind of, you know, try and bring in a Brian Burns or, or a big, big name uh, via trade, uh, much like they did last year with the McCaffrey deal. What, what do you see uh, in the cards for the Niners with the with the deadline so close?
2: You know, it's tough because there have been a lot of reports of trades and people. They're looking at. They're looking at edge looking at cornerback, and they're looking at tackle. All three things they, they, they have addressed before and tried to address in the offseason. Yet, right. here we are in week eight, we're going, we going to week nine, and they haven't addressed them, it seems. I do think they make a move by tomorrow. I would say a 75% chance they do add somebody, mm. but who is it going to be, and is it going to be a big enough name? Is it going to be a problem solving player? Because I frankly don't think one player can fix this team right now. I think it's a scheme and person personality thing. I don't think that they are devoid of talent in any way, shape, or form. it still right. the same team that beat Dallas and beat them down on primetime in week five. It's still the same players. They're still relatively healthy. They're missing Trent Williams and Debo Samuel, but that's on offense. That's not defense. Their defense is pretty healthy. So they need to go into this week nine buy and look themselves in the mirror and go, what is going wrong with this team? What is not going right? What do we have to improve on? Because something is not right. And like Kyle said yesterday, they have all the answers in the building. They just can't figure out what those answers are yet.
0: Well, Emil, we got one more question for you, and I think it's pretty impressive on our part, you know, because we just dig deep here, and we (laughs) almost got through this segment without asking you about Brock Purdy. Oh, so close. Assess assess Brock Purdy and his quarterback play.
2: I actually think he played very, very well the, the first 40 minutes of that game. I think he kept them in the game was one of the reasons why they were going toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow in the first place. It was the defense that was struggling initially. Uh, I mean, they just let him cakewalk down the field. And, yes, you want to see more cohesion, obviously, between the offense and Purdy without Trent Williams, without Debo Samuel. But Brock made some beautiful throws yesterday, including one to Brandon Ayuk in the second layer, Mm -hmm. you know, hitting him deep. He had that that dart before halftime to George Kittle up the seam for 35 yards. But the mistakes have been coming for Brock Purdy at the worst time in the game. In the red zone – and in, in the fourth quarter and those cannot happen for a young quarterback especially one who has been so talented and who has all this weaponry around him because brock purdy is i'm not gonna say a system quarterback but he's a go with the offense and with the scheme guy and while the run game is not working that's kind of holding him back a little bit they need the run game to get going brock can't make those mistakes in the red zone i mean the sec. The second interception he threw was god-awful. It was, it was terrible. It was really I couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, Logan Wilson was sitting right there in yeah. front of Jawan Jennings. <laughs> and I just think sometimes Brock is trying to do a little too much. Yeah. I still have a lot of faith in this kid. I just think that he needs to go into this week nine bye and reset. That's really it.
3: Mm. Mil, yeah, one more uh, because, yeah, the Niners are heading into a bye this week. Just w- what would you like them as a group? You, you kind of said you want them to look in the mirror and, and try and just – figure out what's going wrong but uh wh- what do you feel like should be a the priority for this team heading into this buy and, and on the other side of it playing uh another tough team in
2: Jacksonville figure out what the hell is wrong with Nick Bosa that's really what, what we're at right now like I Nick Bo- they paid this guy record-setting money a to be money. The, the superstar and he has four sacks through the first eight weeks of the season that's not good enough Nick Bosa is a superstar talent, and they're not even like double covering him like they, they were last year. They're single covering, and he's not getting into the backfield like he used to. I don't know what's missing for this team, but it feels like that spark, that that oomph, that mm. swarm mentality they had on Damico Ryan's. It kind of left with Damico and went to Houston. Mm. I, I don't know what's going on because they, they all the same players are here. Yep, they just they don't have that spark. They they feel just not like the same team
0: yeah I'm I'm just sitting here I'm just sitting here thinking because it's hard to stay hungry when you're well fed for sure and I don't yeah. know I don't know if if that's what's going on with Nick Bosa, he didn't he did he was not out there, but I think we're too far into the season now to still talk about how he wasn't at training camp. Right. So I, yeah. I don't think that's an excuse either. Emil, thank you so much for the time. We will do it again next week. Well, they can't lose to a bye week. Only certain really right. bad teams can do that. So they should be solid, but we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for all the good work. Thanks guys, have a good one. Appreciate you. When we get back, it is time for blame pie, mm. as we have talked about. Emil had some of that going as well. Chris has talked about it. I've talked about it. Get on a YouTube chat. It's going crazy right now. Let us know where your blame pie is. Call us, call in as well. Let's get it going. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports.
3: Check us out on YouTube.
0: Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. We are back. Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins. Talking Kings. Talking Niners. Thank you to Emil Fergoso, our 49ers insider. Breaking down what is going on with the 49ers. And it's time to play. It's time to play Blame Pie. Okay? Now, I don't know what flavor the pie is. I don't think it tastes very good right now in terms of the Niners. What is your favorite kind of pie? Uh, I don't like
3: pie. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you ask. I Like all pie. So I
0: was gonna say this is just any flavored pie. Why is why is that on brand? Why does that check Cause out?
3: I'm, I'm people because this. I'm glad you say that because people think I'm lying. Like they think that this is a bit that like I just don't like things. It's not a bit. It's very no, on brand. I, no, I, I just, can tell. I don't, like, I, there's not a pie out there. Yeah. Well, actually, I the shouldn't, say, like, like, this guy I shouldn't say this because me and Whitey got into this whole thing about, like, because I was like, oh, chocolate silk pie. I like that, but I wouldn't consider it pie. And then it was like, well, it becomes like a whole what is it's a pie, a pie conversation. conversation. Simone, you. favorite pie? Ooh. Yeah, thank you. Just,
0: lemon yeah. meringue. Okay. Okay. That was a right. choice. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. weren't Alan expecting was that. no, no, no. good no, old I was in my, yeah, I was in... A different realm. Mm. Cherry pies great. Berry pies are great. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm a I'm big the only... fruit
1: tart. I don't know if we consider a tart to be a, a pie, but I sure. I mean, so apparently, yeah. as
3: long as it has a crust, it's a pie. What? That's what, what, That's what we, we're, on not <laughs> we're not That's going down this. That's what down I was like. I didn't like it when we did it the first time, and.
0: We are not, not
3: trying to do it a second
0: We time. are not going down the trap. No. Well, not right now. Well, I not guess nobody's nobody. going to ask me, so I'll just ask myself. Alan, yeah. what's
3: your favorite pie? It's Thank apple. You.
0: you know why? Because I'm an American. Uh, mm. I love apple pie. Mm. I love vanilla ice cream. Ooh, That's strong. All day. That's strong. <laughs> All day long. <laughs> that's great. All right? Had to get it going. That's good I love answer. that. That's good 916-339-1140. We are talking blame pie. And there yeah. are a couple ways to do this because it could just be the defense has its own Piece of the pie, right? Or you could break it down to Steve Wilkes has his own oh piece of the God. pie, sub, pies? and the players. Oh well, they're just slices, like mini pies. No, they're all oh, the okay. same pie, okay. but they're different slices, <laughs> right? So I'm going. You know, Steve pie Wilkes. Pies. Steve Wilkes. I'm gonna go. I think I. I don't know that I can go higher than forty percent for the whole pie.
3: Yeah, for the entire pie now.
0: You know what I it's mean? It's tough
3: to put like he would have to be I mean, the Vikings game you could maybe say, yeah, he kind of schemed them into a loss, but like he would have to be actively scheming them into into losses. Exactly.
0: Nine one six on the text line, this D line needs help. Sad to say that, but with the highest paid Guys. defensive player in football. <laughs> I don't how does this D-line need well,
3: they I don't need help. No they do. They don't. need to as Emil said execute better. Like they don't need more help on yeah. the defensive line. They have enough defensive line talent to get to, to get things done at a necessary rate. I don't think they need more help. You have the highest paid defensive end in in, in Bosa. You yeah. just paid Hargrave a ridiculous amount of money. Mm-hmm. You just extended Eric Armstead. You 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 trade for for uh, Drake Jackson, or I'm sorry, you trade for uh, uh, Randy Gregory. You already have Drake Jackson who you took last year. You got mm-hmm. Cleve Farrell who's been a top four pick. He got a strip uh, a strip the other day, forced a fumble. Like, how much more help on the defensive line do y'all really need? I don't know. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Help so themselves. I can't go higher than forty for Steve Wilkes, but that's still a significant. That's, that's a good. That's a that's a healthy, probably the largest that, portion, right? Yes. That's yes. It will be. Yeah. So then you have the players who I think the players. I don't know. I would go like the players for the defense. Yeah. I like think you could
3: just do position 15, groups. Yeah. yeah like 15. I would say the DBs in general. Like I mean, they've been they've been getting carved up, you
0: know. And I think some of that I would think a part of the pie as well would be injury. Just for in sure. general. Yeah. Right? That's so not having Debo. Yeah. Not sure. having Debo, not having Trent. And I'm, look, man, I'm sorry. I like to party like a Brock star. I, <laughs> I am riding dirty with Purdy, but. Brock is going to get some of that pie. Brock gets some of the pie for Brock sure. Brock is getting about 15.
3: I was going to say 15. I He's got to get 15 to, to me, and, sure. I, and I hope. I don't even know what percentages we're sitting at right no, now. No, <laughs> we're just. It's, yeah, it's not going to equal 100%. It's a big pie. Yeah. It's a big numbers
0: pie. Numbers are so tough. 916-339-1140. <laughs> Phone lines are on fire right now. Let's go to Jeff, who wants to talk about his blame pie. What's up, Jeff? You're on with Styles and Watkins.
1: Hello. So I like lemon meringue, but my blame is sort of unique. My wife and I are king season ticket holders, and we're both blind, and we've been season ticket holders since Golden 1 began. For some reason this year, we cannot get the radio feed in Golden 1 Center, so we can't even hear the game. So I don't know where the blame is, but something should happen.
3: Great. That has yeah. nothing to do with the 49 Yeah, well, uh, ta- but but at the same Kings time Kings blame pie. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. The, the Kings get some of this blame pie. <laughs> Everybody's getting, getting some, it some of this pie. I'm pretty sure you can also uh check out the uh Kings stream on uh, sactownsports.com if of I'm course. not mistaken. There you if I'm go. not mistaken, we stream uh yeah, you might I don't, yeah, I don't know. But there I will be, be a Kings game going. Oh, I see what That's you're what saying. I mean, I see what you're saying. from what I understand, he's trying to hear the radio broadcast yes. while same watching the game. While watching
0: hear the Niners while watching the Kings.
3: I don't <laughs> think that's what he was trying to say. I think he okay. was trying to, like, because, like, old school style is to, you know, you listen to the radio while you're watching. Like, there's a demographic of yeah. people that, that like to listen. So he's listen talking to. about the Kings. I believe that was a complaint. I believe he was trying to listen to just tell us, oh, hey, I, thought he was, I can't listen to the Kings. Games oh, I thought he was talking about the, the Niners.
0: Arena watching while the no, no, he was <laughs> he at the same time. He bamboozled us. Is is what just happened? All right, let's go to JT. <laughs> Hopefully, JT's blame pie <laughs> is, is relevant. Is, is yes, less I confusing. Believe. JT told me it was Niners,
1: okay. right? JT. Yeah, well, we'll, talk, we'll talk about the Niners. We'll talk about the team at hand. All right, okay, thank you. Uh, I'll I'll give a good twenty percent, thirty percent, maybe to Brock Purdy. Hmm. Seems like he's had what it's taken to go into a game with a good mindset and go in there and attack good, uh, good defenses. We saw it against Cleveland a little bit. He was able to do it a moment uh, against Minnesota. We were hoping he'd bounce back. Looked a bit more consistent in the first half. Looking, he was going to battle with Kirk Cousins, and then we saw some declines with bad interceptions in the second half. And then today, uh, yesterday against Cincinnati, he had it in the first half. Seemed like he was fairly consistent. Him and Joe Burrow, I thought it would have been a game, a game of the year contender if Proc would have continued to play. He did the first half, but uh, he declined through some really, really bad picks. Seems like he's just trying to do too much. Yeah, seems like he he has looks, and that pick that he threw to Logan Wilson, I think that was just a great that was a great defensive play by Wilson. But with a guy just straight in front of him, even if there's a slight chance that your receiver gets a little bit open, I think he's trying to hit two smaller windows. I think he's got to take his time let the offensive line that's done a fairly good job of projecting in this year, let them continue to work, let them open up uh, the pockets for him. And he's been very good at making those good, quick decision reads even when the pocket's closing in. So I think he's just got to calm down a bit. I think a a bye week will be really good for him to reset, get the whole team, because when that offense goes out there and Brock those picks, and then you saw immediately after he threw that bad pick, they threw a quick touchdown to Jamar Chase. So I think uh, offensive production has Honestly, last few seasons have been very, very important to our defensive mindset. And uh, our defense has had a bad habit when our offense is going out there lazy. You saw it in the NFC Championship when Purdy went out. I know your you know, quarterback quarterback going out with an injury is a lot different than him playing bad. But, I mean, you can't expect a defense to go out there with a 100% mentality when their offense isn't backing them up. So, you just got to hope that both sides of the ball can get it done and these Niners can get back on track. Yeah.
3: Definitely.
0: No, great call, great call, JT. Great yeah. call. I-, I don't think Good I can way, go but. higher than...
3: 15 to 20 feels right. I mean, yeah. he, some of those throw like the, the the to me that Luke Wilson pick was that was bad. Like, I, I I think he was standing right in front of the receiver and I don't know how Brock didn't see him.
0: Yeah, I the thing for me is that you can't do the excuses thing, right? You can't you can't do the excuses thing because I saw somebody say, "Well, he didn't see the defender." What are we talking about? Yeah.
3: I think I mean he was standing right in front of the receiver. I think he very much saw. Him. But I I do think he made a good point in saying that uh, this isn't really something you can blame on the offensive line either. It's not like it's not uh, like Brock has had tons of pressure in his face with with Trent. you know he's definitely obviously dealt with some pressure. But mm-hmm. you know that interception that he threw to Luke Wilson was not because the pocket was collapsing and there was a guy seconds away or a half second away from from sacking him and he had to get rid of the ball. Like that that was that was just Brock making a, a bad play because I think. Uh, a big thing that people were concerned about, especially in the preseason, was the line and the line depth. And and with mm-hmm. Trent Williams being out and uh, you know, him being obviously one of, if not the best uh linemen in in the NFL right now, like you would think that the Niners would really have struggle uh keeping Brock upright, but that that hasn't been the case. So you can't no. even use that as an excuse for why Brock has struggled. So I do think that if you are gonna Blame pie it out. It does feel maybe a little bit right to give Brock that 15 to
0: 20%. And oddly enough, and I don't know if it's because, you know, Kyle Shanahan, just the way he carries the team and it's, you know, it's Steve Wilkes or it's this or it's that. Kyle Shanahan should get some blame, right? I mean, Kyle Shanahan is in this weird spot where somehow he just doesn't really find himself in situations where... People are looking at him and holding him accountable. You Mm -hmm. get that extension in a weird time where it wasn't really completely necessary, but you go to the extension, you decide, hey, all right, we're going to, you know, Jed York says, hey, we're going to ride with you guys. We like what you're doing. We like the direction that you're moving in. And now all of a sudden, you know, everything is rolling, you're undefeated. And now all of a sudden you're stuck in the mud and you're not able to get out of it. So I think Kyle Shanahan, I mean, and it's funny to even say, can't go over 15 because how how could how could how could a head coach not have any blame when you're when you're when your team isn't playing well well and like emil said like
3: you know players do go out there and play but a big part of like for sure executing is is a big part of this blame pie as well but how much of it is the players being set up for success like i mean even you know and how much do we put brock purdy to we put brock purdy's concussions into any of this i mean yeah, like I, he right. looked he looked fine but uh it feels like we kind of quickly forgot about the fact that brock was was not practicing for uh what is it until thursday or, or friday mm-hmm. of of last week and then kind of just got thrown in there uh not that that i think that's a reason why they lost but uh just how much are, are these guys being properly prepared these last three weeks do have they have they had the right level of focus during the week? You know, like they, they, they had that huge win against the Cowboys and they haven't looked the same since. Is there a little bit of feeling too much of their oats? Like, do they feel mm-hmm. like they are they are better? Uh, do they feel like they're on that other level and and don't really have to give their one hundred percent every week? I I feel like, yeah, that that's coaching. Like yeah. not having your guys focused and dialed in and ready to to attack the task at hand, that's that's what the coach's job is, is, is like,
0: right. that's what it is. That's what it go is. go out there and
3: play. Coaches got to make sure their players are ready.
0: Yeah. And I mean, look, McCarthy, a guy like that on the Cowboys, anytime anything bad happens, it's his fault. It's his fault. He's getting 95% of the blame. All by. the time. Yeah. All the time. All right. Got to get to a break. When we get back, more Kings talk, more Niners talk, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. One two three four five six seven eight nine. <laughs> Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Sactown Sports, Thousand Watkins, we are back. Talked a little bit of blame pie. What's going on with the Niners? 12 o'clock, we will get back on the Sacramento Kings. And 1245, Beeman or Dreamin'. Ooh. So you don't want to miss that Today feels like a good well. day for
3: Beeman or Dreamin'. It's a
0: great day. You know, you got to win, you got to loss.
3: So yeah. I feel like a lot of people can... Yep pull whatever side they want to Mm -hmm. and uh it'll be interesting i'm really interested to hear where people are falling now that the uh you know because once once you lose one game it's like you know all the perfect stain is gone it reminds you that we're all human and it's not going to be some immaculate season where the kings go 82 and 0 so
0: it'll be interesting to hear how sober people are right now right right and the way it happened who it happened to exactly you know, I think I think people I think the opportunity, and that's what we talked about on Friday, the opportunity to play right. the Warriors, then the Lakers is something, right? If if you lose to the Warriors and then your next game is the Rockets and you win, you feel better. But right. you beat the King. It doesn't feel like redemption. No, you beat the King, you beat the you beat A D, you beat all those They were healthy. That was a yes. like, healthy Laker team. Right. You beat all those ridiculous Laker fans that were in there doing Send way too home. much. I'm surprised they didn't try to Try to start the wave or oh something ridiculous in there. And then at the end, you know, like I said, I'm still getting used to this whole to the Sacramento thing right. in general. At the end, there was a beat L.A. chant. Yes. Right. Is that that's a thing out here, too? Yes, for sure. OK, I, I, I don't want to say we're hipsters to this, but I'm
3: pretty sure we. It feels like we started beat LA. Well, I don't know who feels we like is. in the early two thousands the Kings. I'm pretty sure I, I that could also just be my first recollection of the beat LA chant, but it really felt like we were the first people in my lifetime that took it really seriously to, to
0: beat LA. I believe it was the Giants. It definitely might have been. I'm it pretty sure it was been. the Giants. It would make a lot of sense. That's that's where place. I remember it from.
1: Yeah. It's like Boston never. Got in on it. I'm sure. Back they did. In the day. I mean, yeah,
3: that's why I'm like, I'm pretty sure that it started somewhere else. It feels like one of those things where, <laughs> yeah. you know, LA is an idea. So, yeah. like, everyone kind of wants to beat the glitz and the glamour right. and, you yeah. know, wear the hard nose blue collar team. I just know
0: Giants, Dodgers. For sure. I don't yeah, know. So, sure. that that's what it felt like to me. But I'm also the guy that thought the I believe that we have one thing, like, started oh, yeah. at, like, I didn't realize it was a, th- a thing. Yeah. I thought it, like, started at, Temple University. I'm like very confused. <laughs> were like, I'm like, oh, this is that's, that's like a national. Why is U.S. soccer team like yeah, using this? this like, 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 I'm very confused. Yeah. Why is it being used everywhere else? I didn't know how influential we were. Yeah. And then I realized that everybody was doing <laughs> it. So there you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. Going back to Niners talk, like we said, 12 p.m. We will get back to the Kings. and really is just more of the NFL in general. Yeah. Because you have the King, you have the Chiefs. Who lost to the Broncos? Yikes. They, oh my God! They kind of had that coming because they almost lost to the to the to the Broncos the first time, right? Right. They almost unnecessarily close, unnecessarily close. Yeah, Chiefs and I know, didn't look like themselves. No, they haven't, and nope. they, they still don't have a receiver. Nope. They might end up having wide receiver tryouts. They should. At some point,
3: like some of it, it was Invictus, wasn't that the movie with the? uh No, uh wait, yeah, wasn't no, it no, the Invincible, Invincible, Invincible
0: right. with Vince Papali. Yes, yes I've seen right. that movie far too many yeah, times. Right, In, where, <laughs> where he, he tries, tries out
3: for receiver, right, <laughs> yeah. for the Eagles, and then and they uh, get him on special
0: teams. Exactly, and he's got to wear QB pads because yeah, he's just too clunky to yep. run. Oh, Mark Wahlberg, what a guy! <laughs> that was Mark Wahlberg. It was yeah, Mark Wahlberg. What Mark a guy! Wahlberg. What a guy! So you have. The Bills who took care of business. I thought the I thought Baker might make it spicy. That nah. didn't end up happening. You had the Jets, Giants. I mean, just oh, the battle of the
3: gross. <laughs> that game was disgusting. Did you see how that game ended, by the way? Yes. Oh my gosh. The Giants, like they, they had they were up three with mm-hmm. like 30 seconds left. Uh have like a 40, or maybe a 50-yard kick to, mm-hmm. to make it a six-point game with under a minute to go. Miss the kick. Mm-hmm. Jets get the ball at, like, the 40-yard line. Zach Wilson, of all people, makes two throws to put him into field goal position, send it to overtime, and then win it in overtime. Just disgusting. Yeah. Just a disgusting act of football.
0: Yeah, and look, once the Niners are finished with their bye, they got Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars waiting for him. Red hot. That is going to be a very tough game, the Jaguars and what they've been able to do. Trevor Lawrence is the only guy from that heavy – Quarterback draft that is actually worth anything at this point yeah. in time. I mean, Trey Lance, I guess, I don't know, right? But And the same with Zach Wilson. Some of these guys we don't. Justin Fields feels like Ugh. he is taking a step back. Yeah. Uh, now he really can't even stay on the field. That's a bigger issue at this point in time. The Eagles, you know, Eagles only won 38-31, but it's a divisional divisional opponent. Sure. They almost lost to him the first time. I think the Eagles are happy they don't have to see the Commanders again right. because they definitely won't have to see them in the playoffs. And then you got them boys in Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, Man. who taking it back to the Niners. And a lot of people are saying that the Niners peaked too early, and mm-hmm. I was one of those people. I also don't even actually know what that means. <laughs> right? Like yeah. When you say the Niners peaked too and – I, and I literally tweeted it yesterday, and I have yeah. no clue what it means.
3: I mean, I would guess just – I mean – it means you're playing your best football at the start of the season, not right. at the end of the season, which right. is really what matters, I guess. You can
0: unpeak and then repeat. Well, so I'd that's assume, the thing. It's right? like,
3: you know, it's it's just premature to say, I guess, yes. at this moment in time because, you know, it's the middle of the year and mm-hmm. you got time to get healthy. And again, as I said earlier, like this is almost the time where all teams pick up losses right now.
0: So the Cowboys have their I don't know, I would probably call it their signature win on the season I would say so, right yeah. now beating statement. Beating the Rams forty three to twenty. Them. Vikings-Packers. Vikings get uh, the W, but, yeah, but they really the lost the game yeah. because they lost one Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And going back to his Achilles, man, and if you're just now tuning in, I tore my Achilles in June. I am making my way back. I did not get the weird Aaron Rodgers bridge surgery. I right. have listened to Dolphins once or twice, but mm. not really too often. And now you have Kirk Cousins, and it's really different because Kirk Cousins, again, no spring chicken. He's He's been around. He's been around the block for a while. Yeah. And then you have then you have Aaron Rodgers. And if you're looking at both of these guys coming back from the injury, obviously this is a couple months later. If you have a situation like that, I mean Kirk Cousins, I'm not saying your career is over, no, but it
3: kind of it's different. It's definitely different at
0: that point. You know, where somebody's gonna take a flyer on Kirk Cousins, but I don't even know if you are go, if you are in looking for a quarterback, I don't think that. He will be coming in. Is it crazy to see yeah. that say that he will not be coming in as a starter?
3: I know. I I said it earlier, He's like 35. when I was talking about him maybe going to the Niners. I was like, maybe he can be the backup for Brock Purdy. And then when the second I said it, I was like, is that is that true? Even though right. even though it just came out of my mouth, do I even believe that? And like, I, I kind of think that might be the case, just by circumstance. Like, I don't know who unless you're just really desperate um, which I don't think that team like maybe the Falcons or something if they strike out in the in the quarterback draft um, but like what's the justification for paying Kirk Cousins who's I would imagine I mean Kirk's always been bagged out like that's been the thing that he's been excellent at is is collecting the biggest check possible Um, I don't think he's going to take less than like 20 million Mm dollars to to be a quarterback somewhere and who's going to take the risk on a, on a 30, I think he will be 36 at that point A 36 year old quarterback coming off an Achilles who already had some questions about how good you can be with him as your guy. So it's, it probably wouldn't surprise me if he's going to be coming in as the backup for next year. And obviously it'll be a competitive race, whoever he's going to be with, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's a, a guarantee that he's just going to come back and be the same guy because this is kind of around the age when, when if we remember Kobe, yeah. uh, when he tore his Achilles, it was the thing that, that really changed his career. Like, he was never able to fully recover from that. And I think we're going to see a similar thing with Kirk. And I still believe that we're going to see a similar thing with Aaron Rodgers as well. I don't care how fast he mm-hmm. recovers. I just don't think – the Achilles is not an ACL. It's not an – it's, you know, ever since Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, it feels like – guys come back within 6 to 8 months of tearing that thing and then you know by the year after getting the surgery you don't even remember that they got it the Achilles has not been that the Achilles no. has been something that just it you might not hurt your Achilles again but you're going to hurt your calf or your your hamstring or your foot it's it's something that just it it's never you're never going to fully recover from it especially at the age that these guys are at.
0: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Not you though, Alan. You're, well, good. No, you're well, good. You're good. You're fine. Well, You'll be I don't 100% to, coming yeah, up pretty soon. I, well, look, you don't, don't have to worry about that. You know, that. I'm just trying to play catch, man. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm not trying to just trying to shoot some hoops every <laughs> yeah. now and then. I'm not trying to win a Super Bowl. You had the Falcons and Titans. Will Levis, they might have something. a guy.
3: They might, or next week he'll throw
0: four interceptions. Right. Uh I I'm a lot more willing to believe the the, the the latter. It's just funny to me because we talk so much about oh, the Niners trying to figure it out. I mean the Titans had a very small window where mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill just played pretty darn well. Yep. Did weren't able to get it done. And similar to the Jaguars, the first go round when, you know, they had Everything going on over there, and you didn't get it done. You're you have Ryan Tannehill. Nobody's really sure what you're doing. You're drafting these quarterbacks kind of helter skelter right. not late in the draft right. but not, not really early enough to be like
3: franchise franchise right, because you're too good yeah. so
0: i don't know what the Titans are doing and i really thought that my dad came to me and he asked for a couple games and i and i said falcons just because i don't know what the titans are and then yep. we'll Levis decides of course since i picked the falcons to right. become who, whoever the heck he's supposed to be on those highlight reels from penn state my and goodness. everything that he was doing dolphins patriots dolphins man you know again it was it was in Miami but right. you know they are a team who we know where they're at we just don't know when things change a little bit yep. and when the weather breaks who are you going to be Yeah it's I the same question
3: Yeah I still don't trust Tua either I know he's playing well and I know he's Give doing Tua a great I job break. of giving the ball to Tyreek Hill but I I just I still can't see in the same way I think people view Brock Purdy I just mm. I kind of really struggle to see in a playoff game in a playoff atmosphere you're down whatever 10 points in the middle of the third quarter i just have a really tough time seeing tua orchestrate like tua personally making plays to lead drives but i mean that that's going to be uh, the thing that he's going to try and prove the rest of the season is that this isn't just uh, you know them playing in good weather. This isn't right. just uh, Tyreek Kill is faster than everybody else, and we just give them the ball. Like they they need to show to me I, they don't need to prove it to anybody. But uh, I think the thing that a lot of people still need to see is is how this team looks against good teams in cold weather.
0: Right, right. And then you have the Saints beating the Colts, but the Colts the, the Minsu Magic is not and not still going. Yeah. Texans, kind of a confusing loss. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know what happened. That was was my lock. That was my lock of the the weekend. And clearly it wasn't a lock. We got to get to a break. When we get back, we'll continue to break them down. And then we're getting back to Kingston. Because you already know what it is. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. We are back. Sacktown Sports, Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. Third official show third official show don't you know and things are going pretty well we just wanted to take a second during our blame pie segment i believe his name was jeff jeff called in jeff it was a little muffled uh we played back everything over the last break and we now know what you were saying when you talked about you and your wife being blind so thank you for calling in apologies for any confusion there obviously we were talking nine or so it kind of through us for a loop a little bit, but please call back in and Simone, our uh, wonderful producer will take care of you and help you with that information. So hopefully you can hear the games because we definitely want to be able to help you get that experience with your wife. Just wanted to reach back out on that because we weren't sure what happened there and now we're getting word. So we wanted to make sure that we took care of you. So thank you for calling and thank you for listening to the show. Okay, as we continue to power through the nfl as we get ready to reopen the kings and the takeaways from the weekend with a really good article from the athletic let's finish up the nfl talk let's do it for now we'll get into niners a little bit later brown seahawks seahawks are able to win seahawks are similar to the eagles to me to Mm -hmm. where it's doesn't always look good, but they're just finding ways to right. win. Now they did beat who was it? PJ Walker, T right. for Temple U. But that is something <laughs> that the that is something that the Niners weren't able to do. Exactly. So are so you? That you know,
3: Seahawks got to
0: feel good. about Are they now. contenders or pretenders?
3: Um, I would say they're a lot more pretender than contender, but that's not necessarily meant to say that the Seahawks are bad. I think that mm-hmm. they're still a good team, but there's I don't see a world in which the Seahawks win the Super Bowl. Here, year. I, I just, I can't. Is it Gino? It. It's Gino. It's, it's just honestly is Gino. And I did just see it just cross uh, my timeline here that the Seahawks did just make a trade for a uh, defensive lineman, Leonard Williams. That's okay. no joke. That is no joke. Leonard Williams is one of the best D tackles uh, in the NFL. So that's a great uh, move for them, but I, I just don't see it from Gino. They have the the weapons i really love kenneth walker i think he's an explosive back smith and jigba had an had kind of a breakout game a little bit he had two touchdowns uh on on sunday so they clearly have the firepower to get it done on the offensive end i don't love their defense i know they're they're, they've we've seen some good things from devon witherspoon their top five pick from Mm -hmm. this year but for the most part i don't think that's a championship defense and i just don't think geno smith is going to be good enough to orchestrate that offense in big games
0: it's just Geno. It really is just Geno, and it's Gino. not even that
3: Geno's bad. It's just I don't think he's good
0: enough. I can't wait for Niners Seahawks. Yeah. Whenever that. Oh, is. it's going to be
3: so good. It's it's we get the, I, we get that sandwich, man. It's going to be really really fun. A uh, couple weeks where it's going to be the Seahawks. Uh, and then uh, Eagles, and then Seahawks again. Oof. I cannot first Seahawks
0: wait. game Thanksgiving. Oof. Wow, someone's is, getting a turkey leg. Who is yeah. eating the turkey leg? Oof. I will never forget Richard Sherman eating that turkey leg. That was when a, he was yes. still a. Seahawk. Yes, when he was a Seahawk. He kind of yeah. reps. He almost he almost <laughs> reps the Niners harder. He does no.
3: He definitely does. But I think that's a big Russell Wilson thing. Yeah, I think he really doesn't look back on that time. I think that's where he loves his teammates, didn't love the team. Well, same with Marshawn. Yeah, exactly. Same with Marshawn. It seems like there's two different teams on that.
0: Yes. squad, if you will. Chiefs, Broncos, we already talked about it a little bit. The Chiefs, man, nine points. I know the Broncos defense is pretty darn good, but they have, the Chiefs have definitely found out how their limit with with Patrick Mahomes and not giving him weapons that can... Break off that can you know do different things that can be, I guess, decent wide receivers, right? right? I mean, we're not even talking elite here; just average. This kind of reminds
3: me of like that season where uh, the Warriors ended up getting the Wiseman pick, and like it was Steph Curry for like 20 games before they sat him down, and it was just like Steph and like, you know, JTA. That's when he had the high top, Damon Jones. Yeah, and it was just like. Okay, Steph Curry's really good, guys, but like I think we're pushing the limits yes. here on what his teammates can be and expecting success. Yeah, saying that Chiefs are still six
0: and two. They're six and two, <laughs> but I mean, if I'm an AFC team, I'm licking my chops. Yeah, right now.
3: they're just very, they're very vulnerable. It yeah. just for the first time, it really feels like there's not Patrick Mahomes is someone to be feared, but it doesn't feel like the Chiefs as a total unit is like an insurmountable mountain that can't be climbed. No,
0: this could be the year, and I know you know the Bills kind of remind me of. The Clippers a little bit because you're just yes this could yeah. be the year yep. this could be the year now Josh Allen actually is on the field so yes. it's a little bit different but <laughs> shout out quiet this I'm gonna sound like that guy but this could be the year I feel like the Bills I if feel they the same put way. it together I
3: really feel the same way
0: the Chiefs could definitely be had I'm not sleeping on the Bills I would people. also put this team in this category. Ooh. Ravens as they beat the Cardinals 31 24. I know I'm so unimpressed. I just can't. These guys
3: they're are like the games. Eagles, they're really like the Eagles, too, where it's just they keep winning games. But every week, I feel like I look at the scores and I'm like, I feel like you guys should be beating the Cardinals by a little bit more. I feel like you guys should be beating yeah. the Commanders by a little bit more. And I don't, it's just, it feels like once you, you start to play those really good teams, like Lamar had 157 yards passing against the Cardinals. You're not going to beat the Bills. You're not going to beat the... Bengals throwing for 151 yards Mm -hmm. from Lamar you just I just feel like their offense has not been nearly as as explosive as what it's been when you know for example when Lamar was MVP or like you've we've been saying we were promised Mm -hmm. that this was the year the Ravens were going to throw the football around the field
0: it's starting to happen a little little bit bit more more,
3: yeah for sure Zay Flowers has been great great addition they're feeding him like crazy but um yeah it just it doesn't feel like this Ravens team has that pop that's Mm kind of necessary
0: Bears, Chargers, the Chargers get that done. Obviously, Justin Fields didn't play. Only the Raiders were able to lose to the Bears when Justin Fields was not even playing.
3: Yeah, I uh, I watched, like, very minimal of this game because we were at mm-hmm. the uh, Kings game last night, and from what I understand, I missed nothing but Justin Herbert just tearing them apart.
0: No, so, no. Don't feel bad about it. No, not at all. And I think,
3: can we be done with this Tyler Bat Bagent? Do I even need to know how to pronounce his name? Uh, hey, everyone, look. Fun story. Brock Purdy, that's old news. <laughs> we got our new yeah. like underdog how it, story. It was crazy when Brock Purdy was doing I mean, not that Bajent did anything yeah. close, but like pe- I feel like people were a lot more willing to accept Tyler Bajent as yeah. this possible, right. fun Jeremy Lin story than yeah. uh, they ever gave Brock Purdy. It felt like it was hate right. from the jump street. But Brock. I think
0: that's because the Bears are bad. Sure, yeah. So if you're doing that and you don't have all pros all around you, very and the clock has already hit midnight, so Cinderella's slipper. Who knows? Who knows? Who Who knows? knows? Uh, Yeah, I mean, Justin Fields might still be out. And on the Justin Fields side,
3: I mean, what's going on, brother? I think it's done. Like, I think think he's done as a quarterback. Like, when he got hurt uh, in that week, he was playing uh, the Vikings. He got hurt in the fourth quarter. Tyler Bajant had more passing yards just in the fourth quarter than Justin Fields had in the entire three quarters leading into it. It just feels like they, for whatever reason, I don't know if they're stuck between this – He's not. We're trying to run him less and make him more of a pocket passer, but it just it doesn't feel like they're able to move the ball when he's out there for no. whatever reason. Unless they just throw a screen pass to DJ Moore, that he takes eighty yards. And
0: last year, that was not when you watched. That was not sustainable at all. He no. just running around. He was just running. He was just yeah. running around doing a bunch of you know Herculean yep. things. It was but, one read and take off. Right, right. So later in the show, we're going to talk about a really high prospect who has just committed. To a school, and we are going to talk about other prospects Man. that Chris and I had on our list, and we thought we're going to hit, and maybe did not hit. And Justin Fields is kind of yeah, on that list for it's a me. Big one. I was the, especially last year. I wasn't victory lapping, but I was. Hey, you know, Niners. How could that? Yeah. How <laughs> could that not work? How could that not work? And we're seeing it very possible. Yeah. That it maybe would not have worked. Probably not. No. And tonight to finish off. Week eight, Raiders at Lions. Uh, both teams got smacked yeah. last week. So both teams are looking for some get back to get back on the right track. And I'm pretty sure the Niners are gonna or the, the Lions are gonna take care of business. I can't see the Raiders. Sure so. The Raiders are a mess. If you're a Raider fan, I'm sorry. Number one, I'm sorry. Number two, I would be hoping to just continue to lose. Get yeah. Drake May, get Caleb Williams, yep. and you get, you know, uh you just get a fresh start, new coaching staff. That that's what I would do. You can't yep. continue to live in this five to eight win purgatory. It doesn't help anybody.
3: Yeah, I mean after they lost last week to the Bears, there was I mean there was already no hope from me personally, but yeah. then when you lose to the Bears, you had an opportunity to be four and three and now yeah. you're three and four, probably about to be three and five. I agree. I just think the the Raiders need to uh need to embrace the tank and there's I mean what what's like the best possible outcome for the raiders this year like an eight and nine finish like i I don't know what there would be to even hold out hope for so i agree i would play aiden o'connell as much as
0: possible yeah if you're not going to trade devontae adams can you at least give him the ball right please it's bad what that that, that, that's a waste of a career i don't know on on whose end and you know my mom she always said something and i think a lot of parents say this to you as well when someone shows you who they are believe Believe them. them Believe me. And Josh McDaniels ain't it. No. How many different opportunities is this man going to get to tell you and to show you that he is not that guy? I don't know. And he's not. So Maybe the Raiders then, should
3: hire Lane Kiffin again.
0: Anybody. Well, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I just mean while they're I just mean, giving guys extra chances. Yeah. And yeah we know that it it's back. not going to work out. Write it back. What, what, Gruden is, what, Gruden, is he, <laughs> he coaching somewhere else. No, sure. please. Please, please no, not again. Please, please, no please not, not again. again. But Josh McDaniels is not it. All right. Get into a break. When we get back, back to Kings talk. Please. We are discussing takeaways from the weekend. That depth that we talked about mm-hmm. and the athletics four takeaways from the Kings this weekend as well.